0: Welcome to the Weekly Wrestling News with your host, Doc Manson. Greetings and salutations, Internet. My name is Doc Manson, and this is the Fake Wrestling News. In our top segment this week, we speak with WWE Vice President Triple H regarding the success of the Cruiserweight Classic, and the company's plans to expand the classic brand of tournaments on the WWE Network. Before that, in our first story, we addressed the circumstances surrounding the major championship segment from WWE programming this past week. It was a long, hard-fought battle between highly skilled competitors. A physical contest that deserves to go down in the annals of history as an all-time career-defining moment. And yet... It is a match that will instead be remembered for the outside interference in its final moments. I speak, of course, about the SmackDown main event, Dean Ambrose vs. Baron Corbin. In the final moment of this bout, guest commentator AJ Styles found that his crotch had suddenly become entangled with the top rope. We were able to confirm that Styles remained awkwardly perched, crotched on that top rope, throughout the evening's dark match. A team of highly skilled doctors, including doctors Anderson and Gallows, had to work throughout the night to free the anguishing wrestler. Ultimately, a tired and bow-legged Styles was seen being helped to the back. Eyewitnesses on the scene report overhearing Styles say, Man, I hate it when my Schwartz gets twisted. In other news, despite being a major player on the Raw brand in the weeks following the brand split, the Bulgarian brute and current reigning United States champion Rusev did not appear on this past week's broadcast. When asked about this issue, fans responded, Who? This week's show is brought to you by the great country of Bulgaria. Bulgaria! You only visit us if you know someone getting married here. On Raw this week, a fatal four-way match occurred, which resulted in the crowning of a new Universal Champion. Now, unlike those reporters from the Real News we here at The Fake News would like to sincerely congratulate Kevin Owens on his fake title win. On a related topic, Sami Zayn, who spent most of 2016 engaging in a highly personal blood feud with the newly crowned champion, spent his Monday night wrestling Jinder Mahal. That's it. That's the punchline. Kevin Owens wins the universal title, and Sami Zayn wrestles Jinder Mahal. Meanwhile, on SmackDown, intercontinental champion The Miz started off the show by addressing the controversy between himself and SmackDown general manager Daniel Bryan. The Miz passionately explained that he wrestles his soft, cowardly style so as to prevent injury and to enable fans to always be able to see his wrestling performances. Fans everywhere responded with a resounding, Thank you? Also on SmackDown, Heath Slater joined forces with the Man-Beast Rhino, earning a victory over the returning headbangers and cementing Slater's opportunity to earn a contract that would enable him to join the SmackDown roster. When Rhino was asked why he would help the beleaguered one-man brand, the Man-Beast shrugged, squirted some Easy Cheese onto a cracker and said, Every vote counts. Our second sponsor this week is Easy Cheese! a proud sponsor of Silly in all of its forms. When you want cheesy goodness for your crackers without the hassle of actual nutrition, you want Easy Cheese! Finally, all-around horrible person Nikki Bella and her Bella twins appeared on SmackDown Commentary. This is the same Nikki Bella that once told her sister Bree that she wished Bree had died in the womb. On Commentary, Nikki really wore her newfound confidence on her chest claiming she would be the first to claim the SmackDown Women's Championship. This comes as great news, as Bella's last title reign was so long and successful that a revolution was required to repair the image of women's wrestling in the WWE. And now, for our top story. The Cruiserweight Classic has proved to be a great success for the WWE, and rumors are that the company is heavily considering... Organizing additional tournaments for other groups Frontrunners include a women's or tag team tournament We managed to get a word with the WWE's executive vice president of talent, live events, and creative, Paul Levesque Better known by his on-screen character's name, Triple H Let's go now to the interview footage H, it is so good to have you in the studio Can you comment on the success of the Cruiserweight Classic?
1: Well, uh it's been a really great opportunity uh, for myself and the WWE. Uh, bringing in all of these young uh, competitors has really given me the opportunity to get over uh, in ways I would never would have been able to otherwise. Uh.
0: I see. Uh, but what about the Cruiserweight competitors? What has the Cruiserweight
1: Classic done for their careers? Well, uh, I think, uh, we look at some of these guys, uh, like this Cedric, uh, uh, Alexander, uh, the cruiserweight classic, uh, really gave Cedric a great opportunity, uh, to allow me to swoop in, uh, and get a great rub based on all of his hard work, uh. I mean, uh, the crowd was just going wild. And all I had to do, uh, was go out there, uh, raise his hand, uh, and bam! I'm, uh, an internet-a-darling. Uh,
0: right. Uh, well, how do you feel about the commentary team? Moro Ronaldo and Daniel Bryan.
1: Well, uh, Moro, uh, uh, is, uh, excellent, uh, Commentator and I really think he brings a lot of great insight uh, into the game uh, and yes uh, I'm a talking about myself uh, when I say that as for uh, Daniel Bryan I would say he does uh, about a uh maybe a B plus uh, job except. I'm very upset because last week uh, Daniel Bryan went out and gave the Bryan Kendrick uh, a hug, and I told him uh, that's my job.
0: Well, I think Daniel Bryan and Bryan Kendrick have some history. Uh, never mind.
1: I uh, write the history uh, of the W. Uh, w. Uh,
0: Of course you do Okay, well,
1: uh, given how well
0: received the Cruiserweight Classic has been What do you think about the WWE doing more classics in the future? There has been a lot of talk about the potential for a tag team
1: or even a women's classic tournament Well, uh, I think uh, the WWE, uh, and by that I mean myself, uh, feel that the sky is the limit we're going to bring in all sorts of great wrestlers and independent stars from all over the world to let me take all of their heat it's all about the game and how you play it it's like it's like Highlander have you seen Highlander
0: ah uh. Uh, No, I'm sorry, that's all the time that we have. Thank you. There
1: can be uh, only one.
0: Big thank you to Triple H for joining us here in the studio for that interview. Our final sponsor for this week is the favorite vegetable of Braun Strowman and Nia Jax. Squash! Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for joining us here on this first-ever edition of the Weekly Wrestling News. This is Doc Manson, signing off. Episode 1 of the Weekly Wrestling News was written and produced by me, Doc Manson. Special thanks to DC Matthews for his contributions as well. If you enjoyed this broadcast, we encourage you to also listen to DDT Wrestling, our weekly podcast where we talk about current up-to-date events happening within the world of professional wrestling. DDT Wrestling can be found on iTunes or your podcast directory of choice. DC Matthews and myself also host a private earful on the New Age Insiders Network. I would encourage you to listen to this show, as well as all the fine podcasts on the NAI Network. Finally, please visit prowrestlingtees.com forward slash newageinsiders to see and buy the DDT Wrestling t-shirt. Connect with DC Matthews and myself on Twitter, at DC Matthews NAI and at Doc Manson. Until next time, this has been the Fake Wrestling News.